we go. And three, two. This is Slashers, your new favorite podcast for all your new favorite horror media or old media, whatever you want to fucking prefer. Uh, I'm here with my esteemed colleagues, co-hosts, and cohorts. Let, let's go down the line here. Who do we got first? Uh, we'll go with you, Miss Aid. Hi. Ah, there you go. Good Ola. What about you, Mr. Austin? Hello, guys. What's going on? There you go. You can identify the voice good. And then we got Senor Mikey. I don't know why I'm last, but hello, everybody. You got to save the most entertaining for last. I got a big. Oh, I thought that was actually your room there. I'm looking at you. Got the big uh, rainbow <laughs> fish. Oh, in the shit. I thought the same thing. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I just had a huge fish behind me. Did he get a huge aggravation? Like what happened? Oh shit! Like, did you just take your camera and start recording at Michael's? So <laughs> no, it's my favorite character of the movie. I know, but he oh. Oh, poor little fish. Oh, but anyway, we're all back here again. There's four of us. We got Austin, Mikey, Aiden, and me, Doug, if you didn't know. Yeah, so I hope you guys all are enjoying uh, New Zealand, uh, New Year, New Zealand. I, I realize most of the New Zealand stuff is Peter Jackson. He's got New Zealand by storm. In fact, he reuses a lot of the same crew and stuff for uh, for all of his uh, his films, basically. And you'll see that in here because today we're doing one of his uh, his middle film. is I call it the Trilogy of Trash. And, you know, I love Peter Jackson's uh, trash there. So we're going to his middle film. It came out from 1989, and that is Meet the Feebles. Let me ask you guys, is this your first time seeing Meet the Feebles? Yes. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you had it. So you, you knew it. You went in going, knowing what it was. Um, on, on my hand in the other case, I'll give you a little story here. This is like the sizzle open, the, the, the heart open. Uh, so... I saw this movie when I was a, probably about 13 years old, and I rented it from the uh, the public library in Ohio. And uh, my brother, I think, was 10 at the time. It was a talent show at the public library. And uh, me, my brother, and my sister went. And I'm just sitting in the audience like, yeah, this fucking sucks. All these people and shit. And then my brother goes up. My brother just wanted to go back home and play Crash Bandicoot. So he goes in front of, like, all the, the teacher's aides and the teacher's librarians, you know, old, crumply old people. Are like, yeah, you know, people are singing, like, I was in a tunnel. I couldn't see the light. You know what I mean? They're singing, you know, what was ever on the radio. Some girl sang, oops, I did it again. Oh, Selena. Selena Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez. <laughs> we watched Meet the Feebles a bunch of times. Like, it was already, like, kind of ingrained because I was 13. My brother was 10. My sister was 12. And, uh, yeah, we just watched it. We loved it. We would sing the songs and stuff. So my brother went up. He didn't know what to sing. So he goes up like, all right, Nick Wah, go ahead and sing a song. And he starts singing, meet the feebles, meet the feebles. And he's, like, all nervous. He has his shoulders up and everything. They're not your average, ordinary peoples. Meet the feebles, meet the feebles. Like, animal X and all its contentions. Show me your pussy. I'll give you some action. And it keeps going. And the thing is, like, it's such an innocent song, except that line. And I remember everyone looking at each other. I feel like there might be some debate to that. Well, just it's just that line. And so my brother just sang it regular. And I remember the the librarians, the old librarian bitches, and so like the ones that you can't take your you know. And they're just like, like, did he just say, "Show me your pussy. I'll give you some action." Like what? That's how that works, though, right? 
Yeah, but they didn't kick him off stage. They just let him go because they're like, did he really just say that? Like, they were all looking like, did he say that? Because the rest of the songs just meet the feebles, meet the feebles. Pretty innocent until that uh, one part, you know. Well, I was hoping he would have sang the sodomy song. I know. That was my favorite part. <laughs> it would be. If anybody knows aid, it would be. Yeah. Well, that's Sebastian the Fox for you. And a little fun fact about Sebastian the Fox. I know we're going to get into the movie here, but uh, that was the same guy who voiced Sebastian the Fox was, um, I kick ass for the Lord. So you can oh, kind of hear the same. No, oh, nice. Him. Okay. The pastor from uh, Dead Alive. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So uh, nice. So yeah, a little fun fact for you. But anyway, guys, uh, we're going back to a movie from 1989. Meet the Feebles came out, and I'd hate to say it, but you know this film is kind of underlooked. I know Bad Taste had like a special edition DVD. Dead Alive had a Blu-ray, which is long out of print now. Uh, but Meet the Feebles is the one that when it came to VHS and it was a super dark grainy. The film was shot in 16 millimeter and it was super dark and super grainy. And then they had a like a DVD release later on in the 2000s and it was just a rip of the VHS. So there's no real good way to see this movie. It looks like a fucking snuff film. Even on Tubi, the quality was kind of bad. I watched it on YouTube and actually it looked pretty decent on YouTube. It was a 4K apparently from YouTube, but that was free to watch. So I don't know if it, the quality was different from Tubi, but it looked pretty good. For Meet the Feebles or for Dead Alive? For Meet the Feebles, yeah. Meet the Feebles was also on YouTube. That's how I watched it. There was a oh. someone, someone uploaded something on like November 15th of last year. So that's how I watched it. Yeah, because Dead Alive was really good, but Meet the Feebles on Tubi was definitely like someone smeared some Nivea on the camera before oh they were shooting. <laughs> well, yeah, check it out on YouTube and let me know if it was any different quality. Because The one time crazy. was fine. The one time was fine. <laughs> oh, no, not you again, Mikey. They got you. Uh, see, I was pleasantly surprised because I thought it was going to... I was like... Like, I knew when it happened to Mikey, I thought that you'd seen it because you had mentioned it. You had well, I mentioned it because... Well, that's because my friend at work was like, oh, do Meet the Feebles. And then Doug was like, that's my second favorite movie. And I thought it was, what's that other movie that's like an adult cartoon? The girl that kind of looks like Marilyn Monroe's in it. It's like an adult version of Roger Rabbit. Oh, Cool World. Yeah, that's what I thought this was the whole time. It was not. I, I, <laughs> oh, no, I like Cool World, too. That's another one where people have sex with animation, so. Oh, well, yeah, That's the whole I, plot of it. I mean, the minute the movie started, I was like, oh, this is a Doug movie. And <laughs> which is not a bad thing. I enjoyed it. I actually I thought it was going to be crap because what did we watch recently? Oh, since Terror Train. Mm, and Dead Alive. Oh, oh. <laughs> Excuse no, I me. love Dead Alive. I love Dead Alive. And there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of fun things to this and it did it reminds you of the Muppets and I know it's supposed to be a parody of the Muppets right and so I get it I you know and I I I felt my heart went out to to Wobbit and oh I fucking hated Wobbit I, I love Wobbit and and and, and to Heidi you, <laughs> like, were, you were dwinking weren't you <laughs> yeah I was gonna say age he'd be the last person he's like you you're being you're a bad girl you dwink you doing are you you're drunk right now well no he pissed me off at that point but he came around he realized he was wrong and that's why i realized like he came he his character does have an arc like he overcame his fears he saves the day so you can't say waba is bad like <laughs> well uh, to go back on, on you mikey to answer your question yes when you hire and i met she did do the paquita <laughs> and turn around and look at my butt and go like oh you want to go to zoo 
<laughs> yeah, that's, I, I knew it. And actually, funny story. So obviously, you've heard the Evil Dead episode, and I wasn't a fan. And so when I was reviewing it on Letterboxd, because it's all like three and four stars, and I was like, I started my review with horror fans turn away at what I'm about to say. <laughs> so I give a warning, but it's fine. It's fine. Well, I mean, you know, Dead Alive, I guess, isn't everyone's cup of tea, but but it's memorable. I remember, like, uh, when I was younger, too, I would show, well, to everyone now, like, when people come over, like, if they want to watch a movie, they've never seen it. I have the Blu-ray, and, uh, you know, I bought that for Target when it was, like, five ninety nine, and now it's, like, 300 bucks on eBay. It's very expensive. Yeah, it's super expensive. Yeah, it's it's weird. But, yeah, I would show it to people, like, if, if some friends come over, they want to have a movie night, and they're like, what's this Dead Alive? I show it. They'll never forget it. People still talk about it. So I have, like, two friends that I kind of introduced, like, these crazy movies too that I've never seen it before. And they, they're like, let's go to Doug's house. He's always showing these fucked up weird movies. <laughs> and they, and, and they talk about it. It's been like years, five years since we watched it. And they still talk about it to this day. But yeah, that's just kind of the thing with, uh, with bad taste as well too. So this is like Peter Jackson's, he made these three films. And the funny thing is, uh, did you guys know Meet the Feebles was supposed to be originally like a, a cable TV show? Yeah. This, I was reading about that. I was like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> major, major oof. Yeah. Well, just think if that was the case, this would have been like the first South Park, if you think about it. It does. So. It does feel very South Park. It really does. And that's what I, I feel like Matt Stone, Trey Parker, be damned because, yes, their their first movie was what? Trauma film. But I really feel like that Meet the Feebles is basically South Park. Like, I mean, well, they, they kind of. Yeah, yeah, well, they kind of they probably were inspired by this because uh, they made Team America, which is all puppets as well, too. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you get them vomiting and everything like you do with uh, Harry the Hare. But uh, yeah, so so let's go ahead. I, I wrote some production notes. See, I'm not just winging it out of my ass. I actually got production notes. Oh, good so, for you, Dad. Yeah, so this <laughs> film, the budget of it was 750000 which which uh, it went over budget. Essentially what happened was when they were making a TV show, a bunch of Japanese investors bought, wanted to invest in it. They're like, oh, no, let's make it a film. We'll invest more money in it. And so they did. So uh, the Japanese investors took over. And it still went over budget. And uh, the whole scene, because this movie is really a bunch, of, it's like the Muppet show, but it's a bunch of vignettes too. So the whole plot line is all these characters, like what are they doing throughout? The whole movie takes place within like 12 hours. So it's just like, let's jump to this character, see what they're doing. Let's jump to this character. And everything just goes to shit. So it's like the worst day ever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the whole thing with this here is that they went over budget on the Vietnamese scene. So the, you know, Winner, the the frog here, the heroin addict, uh, and the v- Vietnam vet. Uh, the whole scene where they're in the, the Viet Cong, uh, that was all what Peter Jackson and his friends put money together to do. And if you ask me, I think that was like the most passion project they could. They're like, we we want to shoot this, we want to make it good, because you got to think like I know at first it's like, oh, this movie's very offensive and uh, you know it's dirty jokes and just puppets doing perverted things, but puppetry is really hard. Like just the Vietnamese scene alone. You know, all those hand puppets, the fake stages, the fake doors, there's explosions going off with people's hands in the puppet. You know what I mean? So there's just a lot of stuff going on. And that's probably the best um, lit stuff. So because this whole movie looks like a snuff film, the lighting is very backstagey. So it's very grimy. If you like like the original basket case and you like the kind of feeling of that, that's how this one feels. Yeah, it is lit like basket case. That's interesting that you said that. And, but, and that's also interesting that you talk about that Vietnam scene because it, to me, it reminded me of, because I know Peter Jackson is like, you know, huge fan of King Kong and it's always shows up in his films. 
or it's like King Kong reminiscent, like the Skull Island and all of that. And that's where I feel like he also wanted to bring that in to kind of mimic those those things. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I was thinking when I watched that part. I'm sure there is. You get a big fight with a giant crab. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So this movie's got everything. Like I said, the whole base of it is uh, it's a, an R-rated perverted puppet movie. This is like kind of the first of its kind. There was another film from the 70s. Uh, which I have on Blu-ray as well. It's it's actually a porno though. It's called Let My Puppets Come. It's uh that one's more like Sesame Street because it's there's like some live action actors in there. Like some girl standing there naked with a full bush. It's the seventies. She bends down, her ass is hairier than a Brillo pad, and uh, they're singing a song about it. And the... <laughs> oh my god, um, Doug! Yeah. Austin Goodness. would like a copy after this. Episode. I'll bring it to you. I, I think I gave you a copy too. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Let My Puppets Come. Sheer curiosity. I mean, I think, you know, I need to see it for research purposes, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me go around the table here because, uh, like I said, this film is a bunch of kind of vignettes. Who is your favorite character? So let's start off with Mikey since I started with him last. I always sympathize with the beautiful big woman like Heidi, but also I just really liked Guppy. I thought it was cute. (laughs) He was only there for like five seconds before the walrus ate him. But uh, yeah, he was my favorite. But Heidi, of course, was top. Mm, what about you, Austin? He's right there. This guy, I think Harry, right? Was his name? I believe. Harry, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't really laugh that much at all. And then when he came out and vomited over everything, I laughed so fucking hard. I almost had to like pause the movie to like, like you know, take it all in. It was just, it was really funny. But uh, yeah, I'd go with him. He was funny. I liked him. Okay, cool. It's like you got the big one, Harry. <laughs> uh, all right, Abe, what's who's yours? My favorite is Sebastian the Fox. Like, he was my favorite. Like, he's literally, and this is what I do. This is who I am. And you guys know this because, not that you you don't work for me. I'm not your director, but sometimes I feel like I am. And, you know, he's running around. There's all this chaos. Like, nothing's working right. He's constantly having to, like, what the fuck are you doing kind of thing. And then his whole production at the end. <laughs> that I love I love how it, his whole character comes around at the end when they do the little like where are they now and he like he like wrote a book about surviving <laughs> dude that shit fucking sent me when they did that at the end when they're like this is where this person is this I was like holy shit this movie came around at the end she's at and- the supermarket and she's like <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like hiding like a murder spree to now she's working at a grocery store and she's <laughs> back in good health so they took them like what ten years to make this movie because you know they made the movie and then they followed up with her ten years after the fact like that was fucking hilarious that was great oh yeah well my favorite was uh, I think just because it's so fucked up but so funny at the same time it was Winner the Frog who I have on the back of my screen he was the Vietnam vet so he's just like do you have any schmack for me you know I'm a Vietnam vet uh, and the funny thing is like he's this heroin addict and uh, you know he has PTSD which is scary enough. But, I, but it's funny because, like, I think that's what's so great about this. Like, his character just kind of shows the whole thing for me in the movie. Where it's, like, crazy, traumatic, PTSD-ridden, heroin addict, but you're laughing at it. You know what I mean? I think that's what makes it so funny. And uh, and, and he's the knife thrower. And he's, like, sitting there shaking all the time. He's like, oh, oh. I, I, you know, I could take a $100 donation minimum for the Vietnam vets. So, yeah, he, he was my favorite there. But I, I like all the cast of characters here. It's like it's like telling who's your favorite in the Muppets. You know what I mean? It's hard. So I feel like these were but, the rejected Muppets that uh, 
didn't get cast, so they formed their own gang and made a movie. Well, I mean, yeah, see, you're singing the song. Now you got to sing in front of the public library. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your pussy. I'll give you some action. Well, the, yeah, there's a, there's a. I think the sodomy song would be more effective. <laughs> well, they they would have got the cane and pulled him off stage then. They let it fly because they all they all let my brother finish the song and he's just like, did he really just fucking say that? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I, I started watching it last night and like Adam walked by and he was like, what kind of Muppet ripoff? And I was like, this is not trying to be the Muppets, trust me. <laughs> I thought the characters were actually really charming. I liked the characters. My only thing is that I guess I just don't like Peter Jackson's early work because the re- like what didn't work for me in this one is the same thing that didn't work for me in Evil Dead. Is just like this movie was Evil off- Dead. I'm just, whatever that one's called. Dead Alive. Um, dead Alive. Alive Dead. Um, yeah. Alive Dead. Whatever. <laughs> the other one. I just it was so off the rails in the beginning. I didn't feel like there was like a cohesive story until like the last twenty minutes, and I was like, oh okay, now we're actually like. It was kind of like multiple maniacs where just shit was going off the chain in the beginning. And then after 20 minutes, you're like, oh, okay, there's actually a small story here. <laughs> but it was it was entertaining. It's just, I know, Doug, you love super, like, outrageous things. And I like outrageous things, but, like... There's a limit. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, this is funny, haha. And then, like... Like, okay, they're still going. (laughs) And like, Doug lives on that other side of the limit. And I just go right up to that little area. And, uh, you know, but that's, that's just me. Yeah, well, I mean, you are, you play my brother in Trash You. So I like, it's like, how long is it going to keep going on while we're eating shit in the movie? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, well, that was not. Yeah. So there you go. That's a little piece in that there. But yeah, so. Yeah, like Mikey said, the whole movie just kind of goes from like this 12-hour period where uh, all this stuff's going on. The characters are all Heidi's being called fat uh, by uh, Bletch, who is like the producer of the Feebles. And he's like the sleaziest guy around. Like he's just, you know, you think he's a good guy, uh, but he's getting, he's fucking the cat. um, Samantha the cat. (laughs) The Siamese cat. (laughs) The Siamese cat. He's like, you're going to be the biggest star in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and she's like literally a sixteenth of his size. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, the whole movie was weird, but <laughs> I literally had to watch it with the Wikipedia plot in front of me so I could read along what was happening. And it's really funny to read the Wikipedia plot because it's like so and so we meet Heidi, and in parentheses it's like a hippo, and it keeps going. <laughs> and it's like walks into her belch and it's like a walrus having sexual relations with samantha a siamese cat and it's just like so weird to to read but i had to read it because i was like what the fuck is going on in this yeah i i did read the description first because i knew that i was going to be watching it on tv and i knew that i was probably going to be doing chores as i usually do when i'm watching movies so but i actually stopped i stopped and did what i was doing because i wanted to see it and one of the things that because she's uh, a pervert well, yeah, but because I, it was just hilarious watching Blatch at the um, golf course, because like I can imagine this is what Dan does every weekend. And they're like, they're like, 
talking shit and he wouldn't let the guy in. He's like, well, because we don't want assholes at our country club or something. And I'm like, oh my God. So, <laughs> so does Dan get a knife and do a drug deal? It's like, mm, this is good stuff, boss. I don't know what the hell he does. If he's even there. I mean, I assume that's where he's going, but you never know. So, uh, no, I'm sure that's where he's going because he wouldn't look that ridiculous if he wasn't leaving for golf. But, you know, it's just one of those things that it's like, I just, it, it's very natural and you kind of like forget that they're puppets sometimes when they're talking and then you're like, oh yeah. And I was telling uh, Claire before she left about the movie, I was actually telling her about the whole movie and she's listening to me and she's like, oh yeah, that's right. They're puppets. Oh yeah. They're puppets. Like, oh yeah, they're puppets. Cause the, you know, the walrus is fucking the cats and um, everybody's kind of screwing. Oh, and then the elephant and the chicken. Oh yeah, it's yes. not mine. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's fucking the chicken. The chicken's a bitch too. She's like, "I'm going to pay alimony. It's your child. You're going to be child." Like, it's perfect. It's like, it's like that's like Team America stuff before Team America. Yeah, I mean, the elephant is denying that the baby is his, and they show the baby, and it's half chicken, half elephant. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a chick offense. He's chick like, offense. "No." I- well, I thought Heidi was going to shoot the baby in the end, which I'm like, yeah, hey, ballsy move. But uh, she shot know. the chicken. And I thought like, OK, when she thought when she turned and she started looking like a little sad, like, oh, she's going to stop here. Right. And she doesn't. She just shoots the head off the chicken. Not but, my girl. You can only push her so much. And the hippo is the most dangerous animal on the planet. She is, you know, and I, I really did feel for her because. It was just heartbreaking. Like it was really sad the way she's being treated. And like when they go back and like talk about her backstory and everything and how she met Bletch and he like basically took her when she was sixteen. Remember she said that she was she just turned 16. She was sixteen. Yeah, he was basically grooming her. So that just shows you how much of an asshole Bletch is. So Yeah. Yeah. It was the one time that I forgot there were puppets and I was like, the sex kind of fucked up is when she's naked and he's like beating her. <laughs> her and at first it's kind of funny because you're like oh muppet tits but then like for a split second i was like actually this is kind of fucked up that's so mean he's telling her how disgusting she is put your clothes i get the hell out of here i don't need you anymore and you know because and it's just so funny because like all the things going in the background well the networks the networks pulled the plug because heidi's not here and then of course sebastian's having a fit backstage he's telling everybody to go home and so which i, I imagine <laughs> age as is in school I, I i see a lot of sebastian in you <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally me and i'm like oh i love him he's my favorite yeah so i know we're jumbling around a lot too but that's the point because that's kind of how this movie is too and then you also get harry the hare who um who's having like a bunny orgy and he ends up getting the big one it's 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 references aids but you yeah. know what i mean like they just kind of he's like you got the big one you got 12 12 days no 12 hours so <laughs> Yeah, I've watched but then it's just bunny pox yeah it's just bunny pox but uh which leads up to a funny reveal at the end you know he's going throughout the whole show and he's like vomiting he's got pus coming out in fact it was a lot like uh the mom from dead alive so Mm -hmm. like when she's falling apart in the mirror they they basically did the same thing with with the rabbit here yeah yeah and uh yeah so basically the whole thing's going to shit you know the networks are all there the the play's going wrong uh then you got the drug dealing gone wrong so bletch goes and takes his fucking bulldog which i thought looked like a stella i know <laughs> then it gets his head eaten off i was like oh yeah. no <laughs> you know what it reminded me of i don't know why but it looked like a street shark 
That's oh yeah, that was. Oh my god, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what the fuck it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. Thank you, Mikey. Yeah, the big ass head and the tiny body. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yep. And and I think it's important, really quick, for our listeners that the whole point of the movie is that multiple animals and insects experience the sleazier side of show business while working on a variety show. So it's basically like the Muppet Show, but it's perverted. And then all of these hijinks ensue. So, like and drugs, drugs, yeah, sex. or borax, I guess. Borax. It's like if the Muppets, if the Muppets stopped being nice and started being real. It's what the or- Muppets actually are backstage. Like this is how they really behave. This is a Dateline special, Mikey. Heidi is Heidi is basically Miss Piggy. She's Miss like, Piggy. Yeah, yeah. just un- yeah. even more unhinged than she already well, is. I don't know. Miss Piggy's kind of fucked up also, but like, she's oh, just not Piggy's murderous. Miss Piggy's a bitch, but I love her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm sure if you gave her a machine gun, she'd mow down the Muppets. Oh, yeah. But you want to know what's scary? I was reading I was reading articles and listening to a podcast about this, but uh, <sighs> as much as you see like the Meet the Feebles here where they're like backstage, it's like, oh, the drugs and then, you know, people fucking and then people fucking for deals or people just working for drugs. Like, you know, uh, the frog you know what i mean it's like oh i i need my smack and the producers are all like oh if you do this i'll make you a star that's actually going on if a lot of those actors from nickelodeon they were being they was being treated like that you know with big producers and stuff you know oh. it's it's crazy oh, yeah. so meet the feebles is going on with all the nickelodeon actors backstage yeah I mean, it happened to me before but you know i didn't <laughs> fall for it, which is why i'm not famous it happens to mikey we all know that happened to amanda Bynes, and look where that went I don't know where that went. What happened? Have you not seen her? No, I haven't. It's what what's what's up with her? Oh, honey, you go down that rabbit hole by yourself. I'm not taking. Oh it God! All right. <laughs> got nothing else to do after this podcast. I'll I'll go down that rabbit hole. Mikey will take yeah, you. Yeah, and we're. <laughs> take my hand. We'll go see Amanda Bynes. But we're not editing a fuck up out, so I don't know why she did it again. I'm editing the listening. I know you guys don't do the video the same, but it's she's not. editing the listening, guys, not the audio file. She's editing the listening. Yeah, you can't you can't take me drinking a martini and now a glass of wine out of the video. I know that'll be impossible to do because this is like Friday. what is this five shots in six shots? I'm not six shots in. That's Austin. Austin was the one taking shots. I've actually been very tame today. I can neither confirm nor deny. He's so tall. That's probably like two shots for a regular person. Yeah, it's like a shot and a half. Like, Austin's a giant. doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so tall. I've been working on it my whole life. Leave me alone. Yeah, drink more. So one part that really grossed me out is when the elephant had to pee. Was it the elephant? Yeah. Yeah. He peed all the wall. He he has to pee, and there's two smaller animals next to him that get completely drenched in his pee because i know you're not familiar actually yeah you are familiar with the boys bathroom but using the urinals you sometimes get splashed on your shoe and it's very disgusting and very inconvenient um sometimes it's not just your shoe. why don't you just sit down that's what i do i'm so fucking tall i just sit down because i don't want to deal with the splash i'll say it i'll say it now it's okay now it's okay to talk about austin's height when i did it i got yelled at but when he talks about peeing sitting down, what do you want from me? It's more you, comfortable. You could, you could still see the top of his head from up above the stall when he does that. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, kids were mean at our school. Someone sat down and be like, what are you doing, pissing out of your pushy lips? You know what I mean? Like, it was Ohio. So, <laughs> just, so everyone stand to piss. I have yeah, no that's... problem admitting that on fucking podcast radio, whatever. I don't even know if that's, yeah. I don't think that's where they peaked out. What? Uh, oh, my God. Well, that just shows you how uneducated no, they are. I thought he was like... jerking off because I wasn't paying attention. So he no, he was peeing. peeing. Yeah, oh. he was peeing all over the place. <laughs> Ew. Because I came back and I go, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> who's, who's semen is yellow? Well, Wait, no, on. because I was. Back up. Well, it's green. Well, sometimes if you take and... a lot of vitamin D, it turns yellow. No, it was grainy. And it's a puppet. I don't know what puppet cum looks like. Hello. We already yeah, saw it with that guy earlier. He was fucking jizzing all over the place when he was watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking... maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, it was the, the guy, the artwork with the nose. That's uh, Oh, like, oh, the artwork. That, yeah, that's yeah, he, he was, was nose cum. Yeah, yeah, he was both. Okay. I almost turned it off at that point. I texted Mikey. I was like, "Did I just see a puppet come?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's fine." I'm like, "All right, I'll keep watching." This is Actually, that was just uh, that was just nasal sex. So it's a new new form of sex. Oh my god! And you know, and totally acceptable. Thing, like, I was coming on crunch time, and I was thinking because I had to sit with my sixth period for two hours um, on Thursday, and I was like, "I did you have him watch just... Meet the Feebles?" No, I was like, I was wondering yeah. if I could put Meet the Feebles on because I only have eight kids in that room, and they don't give a shit what I put on. So I'm like, I'm wondering if I could just watch this. And thank God I didn't do that. Because... <laughs> it would have been fine for like the first, you know, hour and fifteen minutes, and the last twenty minutes is a fucking crazy shit show. I would have oh my god. Oh my god, and they would have lo- they would have loved it. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure they would have loved it, but I probably would be fired. So just I have think- them all sign NDAs, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You can't like, talk about this. I'm like, it's a puppet musical, it can't be that bad. And like, I didn't even know what it was about. And I told, um, I was telling Austin. And he, I, and I, I don't know. It's like I don't know something about Peter, Peter Jackson, and it's a musical. There's puppets. I, I, that's all I know. And he's like, oh, it's a comedy. And I'm like, those scamps. But it's yeah, I was, like, I was like, it's not even horror. Do they know it's not horror? <laughs> like, it's pretty just, horrific. Uh, um, it's pretty it horrific. <laughs> the box, the box disagrees with you. The box says horror. Show him, Doug. What box? Yeah, look at this. I have my original VHS here, uh-huh. and. Uh, this is from look, look what does that say on the screen? Oh horror, shit. Yeah. It's horror. INDB, you fucking scamp. What the fuck? I arrest I arrest my wow. bitch. Wow. There's yeah, I mean there's there's a lot there's a lot of blood and guts and, and body fluids and uh the, the whole shit. And it ends end. in a massacre. Yeah. And there is some blood too. Like those uh, little creatures get squished at one point and there's some blood and <laughs> like, oh, well, chick- wants to train those guys. <laughs> Well, when when, when gets her head blown off, uh, that that's pretty bloody. All the blood just shoots. She's that's still, true. Yeah, her body's still walking around. I'm like, we can't be shooting chickens. We have a chicken shortage right now. This is we need eggs. Not right. She's actually she was actually even though she wasn't a popular character, her puppet was cute. Mm-hmm. Well, her head was still talking shit. So. Oh, it was yeah. I oh, know that's, totally <laughs> that's totally That's <laughs> totally. Totally eight if she ever gets decapitated. Well, you know, that would be me walking on stage talking shit. He's like, "Don't do this now." (laughs) Well, you know what's funny, Mikey? You brought up uh, the elephant taking a piss. Uh, So I'm sorry. I have to go, and the animals are all saying, "I got to be in in five minutes." But uh, uh, the funny thing is, when he takes a piss, it it, it's gross, but it also makes me crave ramen noodle like juice. Like that's what no, it looks like. Uh, it looks like ramen noodle juice. 
like I'm never going to look at ramen with you again. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to look at ramen the same. Thank you for that. I appreciate and it. This is why this movie is one of Doug's favorites. Well, exactly. He I reminds knew. him of Robin. The minute the movie started, it had Doug's name all over it. And I'm like, okay. And like, and even Dan was asking me what it was about. And I was like, I can't even tell you. Like, I, 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 I don't want to even tell you. Also, well, was well, Heidi going on a jog in heels? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was. She's she was a fucking sprinting, dude. She's a runner. She's a track star. Holy but shit. This was the 80s. So she was like dressed up because remember in the aerobics videos you get dressed up. So she was, you know, she was yeah, doing but her to go jogging outside. I mean, I was it was fierce, you know. <laughs> she didn't get which she I think it's funny. Job. So Heidi is one of I think she might be the only one or one of a few that aren't actually puppets. It's a person in a oh Bletch is one body. Yeah, there's a couple Bletch. of them. The bulldogs, yeah, well, the, person, bigger, the bigger, the bigger ones are, things, yeah. yeah. But the the person inside Heidi is actually like a very masculine man, which is. Oh, Mikey, honey, you keep muting yourself before you finish your thoughts. Yeah, so that's because my all... stupid dog is barking. I said the person inside Heidi is actually like a really masculine man. It's really funny. Uh -huh. Okay, I kept breaking it. I kept hearing two girls, one cup. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i kind of put that all together but yeah in fact that's that's another thing i had written on the notes here i love the the live action stuff here because you never see any real humans in this movie um so they're all impressive. Like, uh, sorry sorry to interject that's impressive i noticed that there's not a single human i was like wow that's impressive that they did that yeah so it's it even the cars driving in the background like you can see the silhouettes of some of the cars and it, it's probably more noticeable on the 4k restoration too that you saw which i'll have to watch too yeah. um but even when they're driving in the background, they have like animal heads on or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And even everybody in the theater too had like some sort of head at the end of the movie when everyone was in the theater. I was like, wow, they really didn't interject one human into this. Impressive. Yeah. They well, they figured something out with the whole theater because I was reading something about it. Was that the? Um, I, I thought I wrote it down, but I guess not. No, oh, the I bad didn't. taste alien was there. So I was going to say, I thought I saw that. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought I saw that. Oh, and then also, I guess that the, the the gun that she was using was live. So whatever they had in the audience, it was it looked like there was a lot of puppets there, but it wasn't really that many. So I guess they kind of yeah, they just made cardboard cutouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's but... the first trivia on IMDb. Most of the audience members of the Feebles Variety Hour are actually cardboard cutouts. Nice. Which you know, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like okay, so this movie came up before like. I mean, I guess there was, you know, Abe Lincoln got shot in a theater, but I mean, this movie came out before, <laughs> like, most of our mass shootings, right? Because, I mean, it did, I, yeah. I, I feel like Columbine kind of set the precedent of mass shootings, and then from then yeah. on, you know, we're just all screwed. And so, yeah. to, to have something like this, and it's the same with Class of Newcomb High, because that was the one thing I had a problem with when we did that movie, was they're shooting up all the teachers at the school, and here I am, a teacher, and I'm like, why am I watching this movie? Oh, so. yeah. And, and, well, that was kind of the thing where it's like, oh, this is like nonsensical. And it's, you know, who would ever shoot up a theater, actors and schools and stuff? Oh, you know, now it's now it's scary. So I guess it kind of stands the test of time because this was before its time, sadly. Yeah, and I'm sure it was hilarious. Like, I'm sure everybody got a kick out of it because it's so it's so absurd. And it the, should the be last absurd. 20 minutes are literally so <laughs> different than the entire movie. And like, I really found myself highly enjoying the last 20 25 minutes because it was so different than what i'd saw the entire movie it was very just chaotic and wild 
when she when she pulled out that gun and started mowing people down, I was like, why didn't we just make this a revenge movie? Like, why didn't we make like the first 15, 20 minutes the exposition and then her just taking revenge on everybody? That would have been like I would have loved it even more if they just made the whole thing a revenge movie for uh, Heidi. Yeah, see, I think where it comes in jumbled like that is because uh, remember it was supposed to be a TV show, so they probably planned it for like yeah. ten episodes or something. Oh, um, so yeah. that's oh, okay. That and I sense. could see, I could see it being ten episodes because it does feel like that. There's a lot of backstory, especially with all the little side characters, right? And because you have all these, like Doug said, there's a lot of little vignettes, and they're all really good stories. Like the elephant and the chicken, ridiculous, but we love it. <laughs> You know, Wobber and the what's what's the dog's name? What's her name? Lucille. Lucille, yeah. Lucille. Oh my god. Wobbut and Lucille. And then the fucking nasty fucking rat. Fuck him talking shit. I was so happy when he bit it. I was so I was like, good for you, Heidi. Good for That was you. my favorite death, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I hated the down. fly. Oh, the, oh, the fly. fly. The fly <laughs> was a piece of fly. shit, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know who I loved? I love, who was, what was the worm's name? Frank? Harold? Henry? Oh, What's his name? No, it's Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Oh, he was so cute. And oh, you know who does his voice? I knew right away was the fat guy who eats the ear or the the pus and oh, the, yeah, the yeah. custard. Oh, shit. Nice. Because <laughs> I admitted I heard his voice. I was like, oh, my God, because I love it. I, my favorite line of his in Dead Alive is, we just saw her. She was a picture of health, you know, as she's <laughs> falling apart at the fucking dinner table, right? <laughs> picture of health. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> but he was so cute, and I was so happy at the end when he's talking to Heidi. And he, what did he say to her? And he's like, he's like, I forget what he says, but he basically is like, but I'm going to have to can you or something. Like, you got to go. She just shot up everything. I'm going to have to phone you in, Miss Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, don't kill Arthur. Please don't kill Arthur. I love you. Yeah, I I liked him too. He was a cool guy. He he retired to the country (laughs) with his little scarf. Oh my God, I can't. I have to get that puppet. If, if they ever sell that puppet, I need that in my life. You have to tell me. Well, who knows? Because Peter Jackson said it was probably like five or six years ago, but he said he was going to do 4K Blu-rays of restorations of uh, Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles and Dead Alive. I, yeah. yeah. Where, should, where are that? those? You should definitely trademark the trilogy of trash <laughs> on YouTube. And hope that he <laughs> takes it. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that when we did that alive. I was, I remember mentioning, like, I, I'm pretty sure Peter Jackson was supposed to do 4Ks. Like, they announced it like a year or so ago. I'm like, where are the 4Ks? Because I'll buy all of them. Yeah, well, the same thing that's happening well, to all of our eggs. So, <laughs> the avian flu. Um, we have the the Gates of Hell trilogy from Fulci. We could just have the Gates of New Zealand trilogy from Peter Jackson. The trilogy oh, of trash yeah. or I like the trilogy of trash though. That's I like that. I do want to see I do want to see bad taste. I wanted to see bad taste since I was a kid because I was reading in Fangoria about it. And apparently, I don't know, I've never seen that, but apparently is it the grossest one out of the three? I mean, maybe the Meet the Feebles isn't that gross, not like Dead Alive. I compared to you. Which, which one is grosser, Dead Alive or Bad Taste? I think Dead Alive is. Really? Yeah, bad taste, um, it wasn't that gross. I mean, they eat the bucket of puke, but it's it's the aliens. It, it, Bad Taste feels like a Rambo movie. That's what it feels like. Oh, okay. Doug, Doug, my, my little Doug, I love you, but I'm not going to use you as a gauge of what's grotesque or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you can handle. 
Well, uh, I'll give you another thing too. So bad taste. Was you literally one. just said, "Oh, they ate throw up," but that's about it. <laughs> it was like that's a cauldron it. of puke. So. A cauldron. <laughs> a cauldron. Yeah. Was it boiling? Well, bad taste is also available on Tubi for our listeners. If you'd like to. Oh see my god, it. are we gonna have to do it? I bet it's on fucking YouTube. We already we already did an episode on on bad taste, which is why we're not doing it this month. So thank God, Jason you know who did hasn't the done an episode of bad taste. Oh, so we could just go in like impose ourselves onto Austin's podcast and then we can we're just gonna show up show up to Austin's podcast with a pillow and popcorn and knock on his podcast door and say we're here yeah I will never never say no to you I will never say like come to the studio and I'm like Austin has a studio my goodness I've got three chairs I've got three chairs Man, that brings you back to the military days. Like, go right over, invade one of the rooms, and say, "Hey, I got a pillow, a popcorn, and a pocket pussy. What do you want?" So. All three. Okay. Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> um, Y'all are so nice to share in the military. <laughs> it was. I hope you wiped it out. Um, but anyway. hello, it's already lubed. Anyways, um, back to Austin. Feeble. Oh, back yes. to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, yeah. So uh, the funny thing is, uh, Ada, you mentioned this before, but uh, I don't know how they did it, because if you're shooting the the, the M16, that wasn't even an M16, that was grounded. Uh, they had to use fucking live ammunition for when Heidi goes on her massacre scene. And I just, I, I'm trying to think of myself, like, how did you get that close of shots, the puppet squibs? Because the squibs look really good, but, you know, I, that's really fucking dangerous. I don't think, you, look at Rust. You know I mean, you're not going to be able to use real fucking guns nowadays, yeah. and they use... They used to semi fully automatic. So yeah, Alec Baldwin's and he he just got he's being charged with something now. So it's he's just, being charged with manslaughter, which doesn't make sense because it's involuntary manslaughter. But he didn't load the gun though. You know what I mean? Like someone handed him the gun to use. So it's he, weird that yeah, but he still killed her. So he's I, like, like, <laughs> but like the person who loaded the gun should be charged with the manslaughter. He didn't like purposely. Like, he didn't do it. At least I don't think he did. Well, like, I, I see that. I see the conflict because it's literally he did not make the choice to shoot this person. Yeah, it was in the script. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that this gun was going to go off. Right. Everybody and they held. They put trust in whoever it was, the weapons check people, to do it, and they didn't do it. So yeah. it's. It's kind of like if you have a phone, remember when phones were exploding and you gave it to like someone to fix and it explodes in their hands and kills them? Does that make you a manslaughter mm. I don't know. Well, I, I just feel really bad for him because no matter what, it's going to fuck up his head. Well, he's already oh. fucked up from the incident, you know what I mean? So adding this on top of it, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, that poor man, he did not mean to do that. Yeah, but mm. I mean, that's the whole point of manslaughter is that you don't mean to do it. It just kind of happens so i don't think it's i don't think much is going to happen of it what i i was actually reading an article which is interesting because it felt like and it was an m60 so heidi's actually firing off real ammunition Mm, to me it's just insane wait real bullets yeah yeah they didn't have blanks how the fuck fucking new zealand it was new zealand it's gonna be a closed (laughs) set today guys I minimal, minimal production crew. <laughs> everybody with a puppet, take your hand out of the ass and go to the other yeah. side. 
So they were really like, shooting all those puppets. Yeah. An M60, yeah. Okay, I, I just I just ranked this movie up a little bit more now because that's fucking metal. Oh my god. Yeah, and so and wow. that's the that's the issue, right? And so the whole thing, because I was actually reading an article from a prop guy who's been doing this for like 25, 30 years now, and he was like, I'd never would hand an actor a gun with live ammunition in it. Like I know better. So he, I don't think he was either defending nor denying anything about that, but he was saying that that doesn't happen. So what the fuck happened with this movie? I don't know. But the fact that we actually had a movie, but this was in the eighties and who gave a fuck, right? The eighties was a, the wild west of it, it, was, it, it really was a different was. time it was a, a different, different time, time. You because kill animals you can do anything like you have on one one end of the spectrum you have nancy reagan and all of her craziness and like all of this control and all of these things happening and then on the other end of the spectrum you have cruising and you have all of this shit going on and you're just like it's like fucking going crazy and cocaine and 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 all of the fun stuff and plus again this is new zealand right was this filmed in new zealand yeah yeah who the fuck knows? Maybe that's why they still don't have TVs or phones that work. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they shot them all. We really well, need to do some research on this country. <laughs> well, well the, yeah, the crazy, we don't even know what this country is. Like, it's, is it a country? What the fuck is it? And, and the funny thing is, too, there's a Siskel and Ebert review for Meet the Feebles. And that just shows you back in 89, you can really say whatever you wanted because they mentioned the Japanese investors. Like, oh, yeah, it was put out by. Uh, I forget the name of the company, but uh, the Japanese investors is like after Meet the Feebles. It's truly disgusting, and it makes me wonder. And he's like, 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 like uh, Siskel turns to Ebert, and he's like, he's like, I, th- I don't think two bombs were enough. Oh, <laughs> like, whoa, damn! I'm just like, whoa, that was on TV too. Mm. What the fuck, racist? I don't even I know. Mean, that's like, like I can see like Chelsea big, Handler like, saying that, that, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know, but they, you know, they meant it, right? <laughs> oh they meant it yeah that's the problem they actually yeah. meant it. <laughs> he's like japanese investment firms invested into this film and then they're like really yeah it's terrible Ugh, i don't think two bombs were enough like i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> a little uh a little, a little much there too much right when oppenheimer's coming out really <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's not that bad it's not bad because what what came of this and i want to keep saying this this feels like south park because clearly it south park matt stone trey parker they totally totally pulled their shit from this they did and i I didn't read anything about it but there's so much influence into south park from this into team america into everything even cannibal holocaust from this film alone and so you're going to sit here and tell me that they didn't have any kind of, and they're still getting away with their bullshit, even now. Like, I'm not saying it's bullshit, but like, I can't, I don't keep up with South Park anymore because you have to stay relevant on everything, right? And so, you know, yeah. South Park is a, is a satire and there's only so much I can deal with it these days about it. But they literally get away with saying so much and doing so much in the vein of, of a satire, right? So does Family Guy, honestly. They really do get away with a lot of shit. Seth MacFarlane same thing like you know that they pulled from this and so i just i think it's a shame that peter jackson like this this movie isn't bigger than it is because you know that this is what inspired these oh yeah definitely dumbass uh, white guys <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is i think what makes it less like vulgar like if it was a, if a comedian was to do these things or like an actor it's because like they're puppets and cartoons you know what i mean so they can get behind that mask of that it's like well it's not me saying that's a character you know 
Yeah, it's so, not actual people on screen saying it. It's 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 fictional characters. You know what I mean? Like, makes sense. Yeah. Did I say so, Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah. No. What is, Cannibal I, the I, musical. I retract okay, yeah. my statement. Cannibal the musical. Excuse me. I was like, wondering, <laughs> but I was gonna let you just keep going. It's like okay. I was like Cannibal Holocaust doesn't that's... sound right, but uh, okay. No, Cannibal like, the musical. The... <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, did you get Cannibal the Holocaust from the musical segments? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were just taking that all from there. Yeah. We also had like a recent movie with Melissa McCarthy. I don't even remember what it was, where it was like an adult. Oh, yeah, Muppets yeah. I, were involved. I have a little point about that. So it was the Happy Time Murders. And yeah, uh, um, yeah when that came out, um, people were like, oh, this is so juvenile and stupid. And uh, the thing is, like, when I watch it, it's rated R, but it's like really watered down. And like, if you really want a real, like, hard r movie like see meet the peebles because i don't know like like happy time murders was just uh to me it wasn't funny like it's like this is like mm -hmm. juvenile humor whereas meet the feebles yeah you get the juvenile humor but but there's more to it like for example the whole emotional thing with heidi going back into the jazz band and uh you know just all the dark characters and stuff like you, you fucking vietnam scene a heroin addict you know what i mean it's like yeah it's funny, but it's also like serious. Whereas, whereas Happy Time Murders was every Melissa McCarthy was fucking winking at the camera, waxing her bean, whatever, like just sitting there, like yeah, yeah, this is a paycheck. Yeah, I'm funny. I'm Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that's all. You know what I mean? Like, spot on impersonation. Spot on. Yeah. So. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh my god, is she here? <laughs> Sorry, I I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> right, yeah. I will say, I will say, I do like Melissa McCarthy. So, Melissa McCarthy, fan, fan of the show, I do not co-sign these these arguments. Yeah, but I will say, well, I like her in some things. You know, oh no, some... don't backtrack. No, 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 no. She's not going to be on your show. Frightmares is done with Melissa McCarthy. Um, <laughs> After is that it for me, guys? Out. I'll see y'all later. All right. Oh my no, goodness, just Mikey, you're such a like I'm jilted so... lover over here. I said you're the I one that made me unmute. Tonight. Wow. I know. Oh yeah, we're all drinking. You're Except being a real Samantha the lesson. cat. I took some of my tetrahydrocannabinol. Oh, is oh that from the, like the, the dispensary? Your... Are you even saying yeah. that correctly? Oh shit! Yeah, tetrahydrocannabinol. No, it's tetrahydrocannabinol. I don't know. My body's a temple. I don't put that stuff inside of me. Um, Lies. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, talking about this movie with you guys makes me want to rewatch it because I, I think talking with y'all makes me like it a little bit more. But like now that I know that there's a story and Heidi's like about to bust out of her gourd. I can watch it with that kind of mindset now. Like I know where this is going, so let me go back and and see. It's it's sad. It's sad with her because you can see throughout the film she has like this big overeating problem, right? And as same girl. And as a woman, I think especially when you're in when you're in relationships, I, I can't speak for men because I am not one, despite popular opinion. Eh, debatable. Eh. But as a woman, especially when you're in a relationship that is stressing you out and there's so much demand of you and there's so many things pulling you away, you usually find a vice and her vice is food. And a lot of us overeat. Like I remember, I think I gained when at one point, like I gained over like 25 pounds dating Dan. Like it's all gone now. Thank God. 
but you know, like you just go, oh, and he comes home right as, as I'm talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I can see, like, I see her hurt and her horror and she's just trying to stop, but she's just so, she's miserable because she's overeating, but she's yeah. overeating because she's miserable. So there's like a, a and it, it's so stupid because it's a puppet, right? And it's just like, you yeah. want to laugh at this, but it's it's actually very sad. And it's very sad what happens to her. Like I'm watching this and, and the way she's being treated, she loves Bletch and Bletch has groomed her and that's all she knows. And he is just treating her like shit. And then the fucking cat on top of it. Like what a cunt, like have a, <laughs> have a heart. Like you're tearing this, this whole thing apart and you don't even care gosh it's just so it's so like awful it's it's stupid and like like you know as silly as it should be like the undertone is really dark and and just very upsetting and so did you quote fat bastard by saying i'm unhappy when i eat and i'm on and i'm or what did he say i'm unhappy because i eat and i eat because i'm unhappy like i swear that's a fat bastard quote from austin powers am i am i correct it probably is but that's (laughs) i think that's what what happens especially like people use food as a um you know, as to kind of feel her the same way coping mechanism, the same way people drink, right? You know, but it's like you gotta find your balance at some point. So yeah, I knew that I had a problem because when she was eating the cherry cake, I was like, that actually looks really good. He pulls it out, he's like, There's black forest cherry cake in your cleavage. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> well, I say that a lot too. Like when you hire is like, Did you did you sneak a piece of cake or pie? And I'm like, I was depressed. I was so sad. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that, that fucking dessert, that pastry shop with that owl. I mean, everything there looked good. I'm like, man, I'm fucking hungry. Or maybe I'm just stoned. I don't know. Like she, she could have just eaten one. She just and like once you have one, and it's like a, it's like you know, depiction of an addict. But they all have an addiction in some way, right? And she's just shoveling it in. Everything. She <laughs> ate everything in the fucking store, and then took one. I think she took one thing home. It was like a takeaway. I was like, wow, yeah. impressive. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that reminds me, you know what I used to do? So we used to go get breakfast tacos. And this is when I was like really big. And I used, and like, you know, I didn't want to look like I ate too much. So I would always get a taco for the road and order my <laughs> typical, like, whatever I was going to get. So before I got home, I would like shove it in my mouth and eat it and then go home and be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Let me get my regularly sized meal that I ordered. Oh, are hiding. <laughs> I'm hiding. We're hiding. Well, see, you know what sells it to uh, good too. Like you said, um, I think it would be less effective if if Heidi's face was like non-expressional. But the the mastery behind the puppetry of this, like Heidi, like when she said, like you could see like the eyes come down, you see like the water, and then you see like the scraggly hair like later on. You know what I mean? Like th- there's a lot of stuff behind that hippo outfit. So <laughs> now like the bulldog, like the bulldog's always tears at some point too, right? There's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's, yeah. I was like, oh god, okay. Jeez. Yeah, you got the eyelids going up and down. Yeah, it's it's really good good stuff. So, you know what I mean? Like, Disney's probably fanning their nuts or waxing their carrot just to kind of be like, oh, we got to get this technology for our films. Because I think this looked better than any, like, live-action Disney movie, to be honest. Yeah, better than the Bears. And Austin, by the way, last weekend to ride Splash Mountain, they're closing it forever. No, they're just turning it into uh, Princess and the Frog. It's not going to be Splash Mountain. Sir. It's not going to be a racist fucking sh- like production. Oh no, I'm so upset. Let me fucking. Ooh, AIDS no. truth colors are coming out. Whatever. 
I'm sorry. It's based on a racist cartoon. I'm not upset that they're gonna fucking make there it a like bunch of hillbilly ass little bears and shit. It's based on the Song of the South, which is which is like the racist fucking cartoon. Uh, I'm not mad that, that they're updating it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everyone's so mad. They're like they're taking away my heritage, and I'm like, your racism? No, oh. it's not heritage. I'm just talking. That's about what really you like say. Today. You know what? Some people <laughs> are, are saying that. They are really like, oh, this is like my life. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's a fucking ride. It's Princess and the Frog. Well, hello, we deal with it with the whole Confederate flag bullshit. That too. I like, just I'm... like that they're. I just like that they're like, you know what? We're gonna get rid of this, but also we're gonna put a black themed ride in its place. Yes, yeah. fucking yes. I'm I okay know. With Where that. you killed my fucking mosquito, and he was, was poor little Evangeline. I only watched that movie once. It once, was a firefly. Once you killed. Remy or the little French, the little Cajun thing. I was very upset. I cried. It was a firefly. <laughs> I Princess cried and, the and, I never, and I never watched it again. <laughs> oh, well, who, who's all complaining about the the Br'er Rabbit uh, leaving? You know, it's like the Alice Jones, like, my filters, my filters, my people, my people. They're taking it, away everything. Our Dodge guns and gas stoves. We got to shave. It's the Karen from your Zoom call. She's bitching yes. about the <laughs> It's all the well, fucking people that are like, oh, they're taking away my rights and freedoms. And you're like, okay, it's a fucking ride. Like, I can't believe yeah. people still do their hair that way. Like, don't you know that this is done? It's over? Like, it's well, over that's, why, that's why I had and to take a picture. I'm like, holy shit. It takes a lot of, and that takes a lot of time to tease your hair that way, girl. There ain't no more Aquaphor left on this planet. Where are you buying this shit from? I told uh, you, she's not here for a long time. She's here for a good time. Really? Well, what age we're referring to? So at my work, I had a Zoom meeting, like a corporate call. Now, and the lady that was speaking. People. Well, no, this lady looked like she came oh. out of fucking 1984. And just like, holy shit, lady. Like, you look like. I thought she lady. looked great. Did you come out of a time capsule? Like what the fuck? She looked. She looked like. (laughs) She looked like what Heidi was supposed to be if she was human. What's Um, What's the name of that song where they're in that? Oh, meet me, meet me in the ladies' room. Is that the song? Is it ladies' room? Age loaded. I'm real young. I'm really young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know these oh, references. Yeah, yeah young, um, young, dumb, and full class. of uh, Dan's favorite potential. Song. Potential, yeah, that's right, that's right, Doug. Potential. Speaking of people acting out and being stupid, um, it's oh. Pink Floyd's Dark Side. Wait, Pink Floyd's Dark Side. What was the dark album with the of the moon? No, I know, but is that the one that has the rainbow on it? Yes, and people are freaking out about it because yeah. they posted their 50th fucking anniversary and people are like, take the flag down. And you're like, there's a fucking, yeah. there's a prison so the, rainbow in the original artwork, that's guys. That's been there, that's been there like since before we were alive. Like, yeah, 73. Well, 73 that? was Dark Side of the Moon. That was literally 50 years and, ago. And during that, the way hip, that, it that looks... hippie time, it was all rainbow-ish, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so like, if you actually boomers. Know, that, isn't the album cover? Is that the one with the rainbow coming out of the prism? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the same yeah. one, and, and they're losing their yeah. shit over it. It makes no sense. No, that's because the, the, what they're losing their shit, shit over is it. It's uh, fifty because it's fifty years, yeah. and the circle. It's just you know like a straight rainbow. Yeah. and obviously it's calling to the album cover, and people are like, "Oh, y'all went woke. Now I'm gonna, never going to listen to you again." I'm like, "How stupid are you?" They don't know the original artwork, and also woke. I don't know. It's am I the only one that thinks woke is not bad? It's just being inclusive and. 
caring yeah. about everyone. It, well, so, it has a negative connotation in the sense that people are just overbearing about it and like shoving it down your throat. So I think that woke's connotation is not a good connotation for either side talking about it. So yeah, I mean, that's basically the whole gist of the movie there. I know we kind of get sidetracked, but that's what that's the fun of it because this movie jumbles itself all around too. This is one of my favorite puppet movies. It's, it's pretty inspiring to me personally. Um, like I said, the, the, that show Friday Night Action I do on Roku on uh, B-Movie TV sucked into my subconscious because I have that Karen Feingold puppet that I use that's either getting butt fucked or, uh, you know, just finger getting fucked. punched, finger fucked all the time. So, yeah, so, you know, what I mean, the, the puppetry and uh, perverseness uh, always appealed to me for some reason. I think it's funny. I, is me, I think it set the tone for the rest of your life, Doug. Oh, no. Well, let's just say that the Ohio Library has made Doug Waugh the man that he is today. So, I think so. Yeah, I made my brother sing, uh, you know, show me your pussy. I'll give you some action. That was a pivotal moment in your life, I feel. We talk shit about Ohio, but without Ohio, Doug, we wouldn't have you. So, oh, thank Aww. you. That's so nice. Like, if it's, <laughs> if it's not the heroin or the drug overdoses or the suicides, and at no. least I came from Ohio. So. It, it was the public library. But at least you got out of Ohio. That's, that's yeah. the good part. God. That's always Doug's story. So, well, you know, we used to rent this movie back at the at the library. And... <laughs> yeah, it, we always rented from the library. I never I never went to Blockbuster, really. But, uh, yeah, they had all this stuff. We even saw Fritz the Cat as a kid, too. I used say, to watch Fritz the Cat. We didn't have Blockbuster in Ohio. It was fucking Ohio. We did, but everyone was cheap. They're like, what? What? What is this? Four dollars for a rental? I don't think so. Well, you yeah, know? I think it started. I remember because I worked at movie gallery in college. It was like the last last hurrah of video stores. It's so movie funny. Gallery. Yeah, I remember movie gallery. It was right next to. Okay, Mikey's got a jet. So love you, Mikey. We got any final words, Mikey? I'm gonna give another watch before I uh, rate it on Letterbox. Oh, like, I'm gonna try watch it again. I'm going to try to, I'm going to watch the 4K version or the better quality version. On and YouTube. Then, and then watch Dead Alive again yeah. so you can stop talking shit. You how? Mm-hmm. I saw that enough. We'll see. Well, I, I, thought, I thought you identify mostly as like the mom from that movie. Like she's walking around and she's like, look at this dust. It's an inch thick. You know, I, do, I, do like, I do like the mom, but she's in a look very small state of this place. part. And then the rest of the time she's a monster, which was like. Okay, walking fine. around with a knife, just like, wow. Yeah, well, it's a sassy one. Like, like, uh, what do we say? Samantha the cat was you in this movie. So, well, I hope you know that the safety's on. Oh my god, that was the best part. Uh, but anyways, Mikey, text me when you're ready to let me know what time tomorrow. Okay, my love. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit. All right, bye. all right. Have a good one. You too. All right, so that's that's one down here. But uh, yeah, so we're just doing the final wrap-ups here. Um. <laughs> Like I said, I said everything I needed to say. I, I'd love to see a 4K restaurant. Well, I'll probably check it out on YouTube now. Thanks for that, Austin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I love all three of Peter Jackson's movies. Bad. I like Dead Alive the most and then Meet the Feebles uh, next year because I feel like Meet the Feebles, you have to take in like spurts. But when we were kids, we used to watch this all the time. So it's weird. But uh, yeah, so you got any final words, uh, Aid? I, you know, I, th- I didn't think I would care enough about this, but I actually did enjoy it a lot. So this was a fun one. I'd watch it again. I think it's a good time. And, you know, Peter Jackson, bless your heart. Glad that you were kind of weird at one point. Well, you're still weird. I don't think Lord of the Rings is that great. So <laughs> I I would prefer to watch Meet the Feebles over Lord of the Rings any day. <laughs> that makes any sense. So. Wow. Oh, me too. 
I don't have four fucking hours to sit down and wax, fan my fucking nuts to not, CGI. So fanning nuts to that, no, not for sure. So, what about you, Austin? Any final words? Uh, final words. Okay, so I was watching this and um, I was really not enjoying it for the most part. And then it got to the last, you know, 15, 20 minutes and it was so hilarious and ridiculous and wild that it really made me reconsider my entire rating for the movie. And now talking about it with you guys, just like Mikey, I am definitely going to go rewatch this and see if any of my opinions change because I, <laughs> I really had a lot. It might have been because it hasn't been hasn't been a good day for me today. I don't know. Maybe that's mm. what kind of weighed into me not enjoying it so maybe tomorrow or the next day I'll, I'll check it out again but the last 25 minutes were very enjoyable so I think if I go into it with the mindset of like knowing what it is after I've seen it for the first time it might change my opinion because I think I was just not ready for that wild and ridiculous of a movie but I definitely want to watch it again and uh as of right now I have no rating because I don't know what to rate it but it was uh it was definitely wild and I, I recommend it if you can find it like on YouTube while you can watch it, because I'm sure it'll be taken down at some point, uh, go watch it. But yeah, it is uh, definitely very unique and uh, very un Peter Jackson from what I've seen dead alive. And, you know, Lord of the Rings, this is definitely one of the weirdest things he's ever made. And I can't believe it actually exists. So please watch it. <laughs> um, That's my the, final thought. And the only thing I have to re recommend is that you're going to go see Skin and Ring tonight. Correct. Yes. So. 940. My suggestion right. is come home and watch this, or you won't be going to bed tonight. So no, and, don't say that. I'm home alone is... tonight too. My wife is in another city tonight with her friend. Oh, oh she's living her best life. I know. Yeah, she's <laughs> got she's, she's to take one vacation before she actually has the kid. So she like she went away with her best friend Heather, and they're in Saint Augustine, just having a good time. So oh, I'm, I'm I home. love Saint Augustine. Oh. Yeah, I'm home alone, and I'm like, oh god. I'm oh, you're go like with... Doug last week. Yeah, that was like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's punishment. You're gonna stay home alone by yourself, and you're gonna watch Skinnamarink, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like I'm like, yeah, go go have your vacation, wife. I'll be fine. And then I text her five minutes after she leaves. Like, what do what do I do? How do I uh, how do I operate without you here? <laughs> how do I turn exactly? <laughs> well, yeah, I I I almost asked you. I'm like, hey hey B, um, how do I turn the fire on to 350 degrees? <laughs> what do I do? I don't know how to live. It's like I forget everything I've I've known in my life, and I have to ask her what I need to do because I'm just completely incapable of it. It's well, very yeah. Well, you see, uh, you guys act like you don't need us, but you really do. No, I need yeah, I need my wife. I do. <laughs> I'm I act yeah, I all big and tough while she's here, and I'm like, you leave and go have fun, and then I'm like, uh, oh god, I don't know how to do anything. Luckily, I have my puppy here at least, so that's something. But yeah, yeah. Dan would just be living <laughs> off cigarettes and Coors Light until I came home. So there you go. Well, that's the new diet, but uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's the thing. So like I said, Meet the Feebles, it, it's always a fun experience because like you guys said, you guys wanted to rewatch it uh, after we yeah. talked about it. And uh, like I said, if you have friends that want to see it, like they'll never forget it. Like I said, I showed a few of our friends this five years ago and they still talk about it to this day. So same with Dead Alive. So that, that's the appeal to Peter Jackson. And I, I feel like I don't like Lord of the Rings. I've never gotten into it. I've never sat through. I, and I'm not into the whole wizards and witchcraft shit. You got to admit, though, you know, he did all that stuff. It's super long and it's a bunch of special effects. And uh, it was kind of revolutionary for the time. And so look at Meet the Feebles. It was kind of revolutionary for the time, too. I mean, look at Heidi's like movements and you just got to give him credit. Like puppetry is a lot of hard work. So you really got to line up the camera angles. Everything has to be pre-planned in advance. And then same thing with Dead Alive. 
you know, it, it, if they ever make a 4K restoration of Dead Alive, I'd love for them to make a special feature called Cleaning Up That Shit. Because I want to see what they did <laughs> after they filmed. Yeah. So, and uh, and bad taste too. I mean, look, you get he made he made those bad taste aliens in his mom's oven, and uh, the whole house scene where the house goes up to space. Uh, so you know, so Peter Jackson was like a visionary uh, in terms of that. So I, I got to give him my respects to that. And Meet the Feebles is one of my favorite puppet movies. So yeah, yeah without that being said, I, that's all I got to say. Those are my final words. Boom. All right, well, take us home, Doug. Where can um? Oh, by the way, we have our Patreon month coming up, everybody. So if you signed up in December, you're getting your episode next month. We're really excited about that. Um, Patreon.com/slash/slashespod. So if you want to join us and support us monetarily, please do so. Like whenever, we'd love to have you. And you can join our Discord and talk shit to us. There's a lot of people on the Discord, a lot of opinions. So yeah, it's good cheese, man. So if you like all the hot, sweaty, nasty gossip. Uh, the Discord is the place to go. So that's the Mutant Goons from Beyond. So go ahead and join our Patreon. Uh, we need our stripper money. Coins, preferably. Yeah, so and we also have a Redbubble. That's uh, redbubble.com slash slasherspod. But we got a bunch of cool things. We got dental dams. You can get <laughs> Slashers Podcast condoms. You can get Slashers Podcast mugs. You can put it, and Jake's face is on the tip of the condom. On the tip. Yeah, and at the end of it, it says, it's vegan. So. <laughs> there's all your protein there you go yeah <laughs> yeah trust me if you buy the slashers podcast merch uh you know there'll be so much protein in there you'll be uh there'll be more you know more meat stuffed in your face than a girl on only fans well anyway so also too if you guys have a roku check out b movie tv we got a bunch of cool things uh on there friday night action at 8 p.m Saturday Night Tears with Jacob Yahira at 10 p.m. on Saturdays. And then we also have Trash Juice uh, available for sale. Uh, you can go to at Doug Bizarro, and we have a link there. And it's got all the Slashers pod goons, except Austin. Austin, you're the new Shemp. You're like the Shemp that came on later. So we'll have to get you on the next one. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love that. I'll fly out there. It'll be fun. Oh, all my right, God. Cool. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do a trip. We'll do a California trip. It'll be exciting. So. Yeah, so so yeah, if you want to see Trash Juice, he's got all the Slashers podcast goons. Uh, Jason does his own Texas Chainsaw Massacre intro. It's, it's a labor of love with everything here, and uh, we just love being creative. And if we're not creative, we end up looking like the fucking frog with the gun. It gets depressing. Uh, anywho, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Uh, we're getting into the next month here. So uh, without that, uh, who wants to say the famous last words? Well, Goodbye. And good and- time. Yeah, there you go.